0: Thank you again for connecting with today's The Reframe Brain Podcast episode. This is Erica Savage, the founder and host, extending a personal invitation for you to join our community where you can receive my five best brain health tips and a playlist curated with you in mind. Please go to thereframedbrain.com. Thank you again and be well. Well, happy Monday and welcome to The Reframe Brain Podcast, where we center brain health And unseen injuries. I am Erica Savage on this wonderful Monday, August 21st, 2023. It's always great to have you back in community. And listen, friend, if this is your first time connecting with us, either on our YouTube channel, the Reframe Brain Podcast, or if you are listening to us from one of your favorite platforms, so happy to have you. Thank you so much for connecting with the community. Please go over to thereframebrain.com. So you can get our weekly mindset over Monday emails and live sessions more when you go to thereframedbrain.com. Got to get you those five best brain health tips and a playlist curated with you in mind. And please do leave us a review so we can continue to expand our community. It is National Wellness Month. Oh my goodness. And I have been sharing tips and techniques of how you can further embrace wellness month. And I thought it would be so proper to make sure that we have somebody that is operating brilliantly in that space. So I am so happy to introduce to the reframe brain community, the one and only Dr. Patrice Buckner Jackson, that is also lovingly known as Dr. PBJ. She is known in her community, again, as Dr. PBJ and gives educators strategies for accomplishing purposeful work without burnout. Dr. PBJ is an educator of almost 25 years and an executive coach for more than 10 years. She holds a doctoral degree in education administration, has served in executive leadership at colleges and universities and facilities leadership training as a faculty mentor for the Center for Creative Leadership. Dr. Jackson worked in higher education at many levels from student assistant to president's cabinet and is the recipient of several professional awards and accolades. Dr. Jackson founded Educare Training and Consulting LLC out of a purpose pouring in to those who pour out So much. Wow. Much of her work is specifically focused on equipping and, listen to this, refreshing educators. Compassionate work can carry a high price tag. Your mind, body, spirit, and relationships may be in distress as you serve the needs of others. Dr. Jackson leads her community to serve well without paying an ultimate price. She is also the creator and host of the wonderful Disrupting Burnout podcast, as well as the author of the soon-to-be-released book, Disrupting Burnout, The Professional Woman's, all caps, Lifeline to Finding Purpose. It is so excellent to have you on and welcome to the reframe brain podcast dr pbj (laughs) oh my goodness
1: thank you so much it is quite an honor you your work your story you are such an inspiration to me so thank you for sharing this space with me
0: oh my gosh i appreciate it and we're also going to put a link in. i was a guest on dr pbj's podcast um it was in 2022 and um that was an amazing experience because it was one of the first few podcasts that I was on um, after my accident. So I really appreciate you for creating space, which is something that you do. So we definitely want to get into knowing more about you. Would you please invite the Reframe Brain audience around what it means exactly to disrupt burnout, Dr. PDJ.
1: Absolutely. Well, let me just tell you that I am well aware that there are so many successful people, professionals who have been awarded and acknowledged in their field, and they've been promoted, and they do excellent work, but they still don't know what their brilliance is. They don't know how to continue doing this work without burning out, without paying ultimate prices. They have done all the things. They got the degrees, they got the training, they show up every day, they give more and more and more. And now they feel hoodwinked and bamboozled because there's still something missing. My mission is to fuel compassionate professionals, with the strategies to do good work without burning out. So when I talk about disrupting burnout, I believe that there are cycles of burnout. We find ourselves in a rock bottom in some way, we push through and we get to a better place and we're on the upside of the cycle. But if you don't do anything different, if you don't have a strategy before you know it, you will find yourself back in the rock bottom again. So disrupting that cycle means We are breaking through so that we don't have to continue. We're getting out of that burnout cycle. Um, And real quickly, I'll tell you, the cycles of burnout, the first Mm -hmm. step is surviving. In surviving, you can feel the pressure. You know that there's too much. You're carrying a load that is more than not just you more than any human being should be carrying. This is not about lack of intelligence, lack of experience, lack of training, lack of anything. You are more than enough, but because you are more than enough, people give you more than you should carry. Mm. In surviving, you know your load is too heavy, but you're managing. You're holding it together. You don't want any intervention. Everything's fine, but you can feel it. You feel like you're on the roller coaster and you really want to get off, but you have the job now, you have the family now, you have the responsibilities now, how are you supposed to stop? If you don't do anything different in surviving, then you find yourself in overwhelm. In overwhelm, it feels like the water level of your life is rising and you're struggling to hold your head above water. In overwhelm, it starts to show there are cracks in that mask and it starts to show through. Only the people who really care about you though can see it. Not mm-hmm. the folks who care more about what you do for them. But the people who care about you, they start to see it. Your body starts speaking to you. Back aches and tension and migraines and stomach issues and respiratory health and just getting sick over and over and over when that's not normal for you. Your mind starts to speak to you. You can't rest because there's a constant running list of what I need to do here, what I need to do there. You might sleep, but there's no rest. Your heart, not the heart that beats, but the heart that feels starts to speak to you. Maybe the emotions are all over the place and where you could eat them in a box before now they are spilling over and they're probably spilling over in your most critical relationships. Your relationships speak to you. That's overwhelm. I always say overwhelm is the whisper, but burnout is the demand. You will stop. Mm. It's the automatic involuntary shutdown. Something breaks. Something in your body, something in your mind, something in your emotions, or something in your most critical relationships. Something breaks. And there's nothing more to say. And the thing about burnout is, you cannot plan it and you cannot structure it. You don't know how the break is going to happen. You don't know when the break is going to happen. You It catches you off guard, just like it catches everybody around you. So our goal is to disrupt the cycle with what I call the heart work strategies. So you don't have to go to the break and you don't have to stay in the cycle.
0: I love that. Um, And thank you for um, explaining that to the TRB community, particularly laying out what those phases look like. So that pictorial, I feel like for the audience, I know it came across very clearly for me. And when you talk about overwhelm, because you and I work in the space of wellness. And so we have a very acute understanding of what wellness begins to do to the body. And you just laid it out very, very um, um, profoundly for us. And you talked about it being a whisper. It is in fact a whisper and that whisper does in fact, and it does infiltrate every space in the body. So what your work is essentially is a preventative work for people that are already maybe somewhat feeling the wheels or having had maybe prior experiences So I I want to ask you this question, because what I really appreciate um, fundamentally about your work and the work that I do is that our work is very much so rooted in real life experiences. And that takes a level of courage. And And I have said this, and I'll repeat it. I don't believe that anybody needs to have a brain injury to be able to share from the space that I share from. And from your experiences, 25 years as an educator, done all the things, as you said, terminally degree, accolades, awards, president's cabinet, all of these different um, awards and, and spaces that you have done exceptionally well. in And then the people along the way that you have poured into. However, you have created something not based upon theory, not based upon what ifs, but based upon actual experiences. Dr. PBJ, would you mind sharing at what place, at what point was there a real compelling to say, I am going to, because this is based on a signature topic um, that you actually deliver really um excellent trainings for executives corporate folks um around disrupting burnout do you mind sharing what was that compelling again experience that you had that said you said three years ago two years ago for me uh we got to 180 this
1: thank you for asking and absolutely i'll share Um, So it was about 20 years into my career Um, as, as an educator. I chose education because it literally changed my life. It put keys in my hand and gave me access to the world. And then I found out I could do that as a living to offer those keys to other people. So I was all in. I showed up every day to serve my students and, and to serve well everybody around me because I believe in the power of education. So I was just serving, doing what I needed to do, taking care of my team. And I had a mentor reach out to me about 20 years in and say, hey, PBJ, there's this vice president position and I think it's time. I think it's time you have what it takes. You have what this institution needs. You have all the experience that you need. This is a good fit. You need to apply for this. So I reviewed the opportunity and spoke to people who are special to me in my life and um, decided that it might be a good fit. So I applied and I went through the process and I was selected. Um, And in education, this is kind of the big leap. This is the big move you know, on the career ladder. Not everybody has this opportunity, but to get to executive leadership is a big deal. So I was honored. I was excited. We packed up our home, sold it, moved across the state. Our child was starting college where I was working. And we said, oh, baby, we're leaving. Have fun. You got what it takes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we left our child and sold the house and packed up the dog and we moved across state. And at first it was an adventure because it was the first time we had moved to a new city. It's married people. We had done this separately. Um, and no one uh fed me a story. Everybody was very honest about the challenges, but that didn't intimidate me. I really felt like I had something, and I did, I had something to give to the institution. 10 months in, 10 months in, in August 2019, I'll never forget driving to work. I could barely see for the tears in my eyes. Wow. I pulled into that special parking space with my title on it that was just for me. And I cleaned my face and reapplied my makeup because I didn't want anybody to see me that way. And I walked into the student center as I always did, saying good morning and hugging folks and all the things. It was all I could do to get behind the door of that corner office. And I crumbled. I, I remember holding on to the edge of that wooden desk because I didn't feel like I could hold my own weight up anymore. What I really wanted to do was crawl under that desk and later in the fetal position. But I was so ashamed and worried that somebody would find me there. When I could finally articulate, I picked up the phone and I called my Edward and I tried to explain what was going on. And he interrupted me. He said, go home, I'll meet you there. Mm -hmm. Well, friends, it was August in education. You don't go home in August. Mm -hmm. You don't take time off in August. You don't take a break in August. August in education is go time. And I was the vice president. I had a lobby full of students who had questions. I had parents lined up down the highway, moving their students in. It was on. It was go time. So I'm trying to explain to him why I can't go home. I don't get a break right now. I remember saying that. I don't get a break right now. He interrupted me again. He said, go home. I'll be there when you get there. Go home. I hung up the phone and I wrote a letter. And I printed that letter and I went to where my president was in a meeting. And when they opened the door, I handed them the letter and I said, I'm so sorry. And all the worry and the concern and the confusion on their face, all I could say was, I'm so sorry. Mm -hmm. And I got in my car and I left. And I've never been back to that campus. And I need to say this, I disappointed a lot of people. There were students who had allowed me to be a part of their life and their trauma and their concerns, and I did not show up the next day. There were staff members who bought into the vision and they were all in, they were on the team and I didn't say a word and I did not come back the next day. There were people who had put their name on the line to be a reference for me. There were people who said, this is the person you need to hire. And I disappointed them too. Um, I still believe. I, I remember telling Edward, I said, I don't know what it feels like to lose your mind, but I think it's happening to me. I truly believed that if I did not leave that day, that somebody would have to come get me that I would not be able to leave under my own bow. I believe that. I was at home for five months, from a six-figure salary to nothing in a day, from 20 years in to nothing. I just knew I had thrown away 20 years. In higher education, you give at least 30 days notice, at least, more if you can. I gave no notice and I was gone and at first I was angry I was angry because I thought all the people that I helped and nobody saw me crumbling nobody saw me falling apart all the phone calls all the late night responding to things and nobody saw me but after a while I had to realize one the people who really love me saw me but I didn't let them in I was holding on to a mask, mask that was choking the life out of me because I thought that was the only option I had. Two, that was not the first time I had felt that way. It was the worst. It was the worst, but it was not the first. With different people in different spaces, it felt similar and somewhat I pushed my way through and continued to do the work. That is when I realized I have to figure out how to do purposeful work without paying these consequences because I don't know how to be half in. I don't know how to dip my toe in the water. I'm either all in or not at all. Mm-hmm. And when you serve from your heart, people applaud that service and they desire it because they know the impact of it, but they don't know the cost. So I had to find a way to do the work of my heart without paying that kind of consequence and those are the strategies that's why I call them the heart work strategies.
0: Well I have to pause and um, honor all that you shared thank you so much for your transparency for your authenticity and Patrice I wanna say to you that this is something that my neuropsychologist said to me around disappointment, um, that as humans, humans are able to deal with disappointment. So I hear what you say with regard to you disappointed a number of people and that people that had um, bought into where if they're invested in pbj they're invested in pbj if she's 5 months 6 months 1 year 2 years of rest they're invested in you and so we do understand that currency is called currency for a reason because there's transactional but you my friend are a beloved divine unique one in one of one human an individual, you are loved and you are valued. So I, I, I want to say that to you with regard to what you endured, what that day was like for you, and the bold and courageous decision that you made. Understanding that Black women suffer very, um, suffer disproportionately from cardiovascular disease, and the fact that what you do is stem from Heart messaging, thank you for honoring yourself, your humanity, your um, divinity, your one of oneness and making a decision that human beings are wired to be able to manage, which is disappointment. It is well, because what you are doing now for people who are now engaging Dr. PBJ in spaces and did not know you intimately I'm just imagining the conversations these perfect strangers are having now with people within their networks and within their communities, and which leads me to um, this other piece around what you're doing um, in your work. So you have created like this spider web that is not just national, it's not just you mentioned you had moved in-state, but... Since you are now not only across these United States, but you are global. Okay, so you have had a global, <laughs> a global uh, effect. Um, could you share with the audience um, as we start to wind down this episode? And I hope that people, if they're listening to this and they're greatly impacted, if you're weeping, it is fine to weep. That that is clarifying. And in your weeping, I pray that you would also have memorized the names of people that you also want to send this to um, so that they can listen to this message around disrupting burnout, no matter what their field of work is. Could you talk about how people um, are able to make decisions that are going to be as courageous, as impactful as the one that you made? in their workspace at the PBJ.
1: Absolutely. And again, thank you for allowing that space for my story. Um, And I know there are a number of stories out there, folks who are listening to us. Um, So very quickly, let me give you the heart work strategies because they are not typically the tactics that you hear concerning burnout. When you study burnout or you look for a culture information, you hear resilience. Our folks know how to be resilient. You know how to fall and get back up. You know how to fight your way out of a corner. I don't think your problem is lack of resilience. I think you've had to be resilient too often. Mm. We hear work-life balance and we know that's not true. Every given Um, moment of your life, you're giving attention to something more than anything else. So the secret cannot be work-life balance. It is a flow and it's understanding how to make the exchange without guilt. Understanding that you can exchange work for yourself and not Mm -hmm. feel guilty, that you can exchange responsibility in the community for your own household, for your own family and not feel guilty. So it's making the exchange. Three hard work strategies. And this will empower you to disrupt burnout, to speak up in the workplace and to make bold moves for the future and the purpose that is just uniquely yours. Number one, check your baggage. That means what are you carrying? What have you learned informally and formally that is impacting the way you show up in the world? What trauma, what lessons have you learned and you're still carrying and they are directing your steps and your words without you even worrying about it? There are so many lessons. I have to be 10 times better or mm. no one is going to do it if I don't do it or who is going to take care of my students if I don't do it? Let me just tell y'all this one quick thing. I left that institution in 2019. It is still open to this day. (laughs) Um, Listen, listen, the doors are still open. Students are still registered and business is going on as usual. Those students that I said, nobody's going to take care of, those students had the nerve to graduate and start careers and I was not there.
0: Come
1: on. And it doesn't mean I don't have an impact in their lives. The ones who are assigned to me found me. And we're still in relationship, but it was less about them needing me and more about my need to be needed. Mm -hmm. So what Mm -hmm. stories are you telling yourself that are keeping you captive in a wounded place? Check your backpack. Number Mm -hmm. two, build your boundaries. Now friend, this is not a fad kind of thing, boundaries are safety they are Mm -hmm. safety how do you protect let me ask you this what are you unwilling to lose Mm. what are you willing to do to protect it your boundaries are not about anybody else's behavior we can't control another person but you can control how you respond so determine what means most to you and what what line you're willing to draw to take care of it to make sure Mm. you don't lose it your health your well-being, your family, your purpose. You are your first advocate. Don't wait on somebody else to value you. You value you first. And finally, you've got to discover your brilliance. And this is the key that changed everything for me. I thought education was my purpose because I'm passionate about it and I believe in the power of it and I invested so much time in it. I thought that was the purpose. But what I've learned is education is a pattern. It's an expression of my core purpose or what I call brilliance. It's an expression, Mm. but it's only one expression. I express that brilliance in every area of my life. And when you know what that brilliance is, it gives you a boldness and a confidence to show up like never before. You don't need the extrinsic motivation anymore. I don't need you to give me a special title. I will title myself. I don't Mm. need you to give me a seat at the table. I create my own table. When you know what your brilliance is, there's a confidence and a boldness that stands up in you and not in a prideful way, in a responsible way. Now I know why I'm here. Now I know what I bring and nobody can talk me out of it. And when you are that convinced, my friend, you find yourself living right in the middle of your brilliance. And not only are you sowing, you're giving, but you get that fuel back in your own heart. So those are our three hard work strategies. Check your baggage, build your boundaries and discover your brilliance. And that's how we disrupt
0: burnout. And the microphone, the proverbial microphone <laughs> has been dropped, Do you understand me? Thank you. Thank you. I mean, I, there's nothing really else to say after that besides thank you. You are listening to a woman who has built strategies that she is living and expressing. So I'm hoping Uh, that if you are listening to this, that you will go back to the YouTube channel so you can see this beautiful face of Dr. PBJ and watch her body language, which is the uh, majority of how we actually do communicate. It has been such a pleasure to have you on my friend. And so before we leave, I need for the Reframe Brain audience and anyone that's in community wanna say a special hello. To the disrupting behavior community, the hearts, uh, is it hearts work or heart strategies community? Heart work. Heart Heart work. work. The Mm -hmm. heart work community want to say hello to you and thank you so much for connecting. Um, And you have a very active online community, Dr. PBJ. Um, How can people connect with your work, procure your services? and or participate in any events that you have and any last things that you would like to share before we close out this episode.
1: Absolutely. Well, first of all, again, thank you. It is my heart's work to share this message all over the world. Um, So I'm grateful for you sharing space with me. For those of you who are listening, um, I've had the honor over this last year to write this story and these strategies in a book. And this book is the most complete um, offering mm. I've ever had. I've said things and shared things in this book that I've never said publicly. I believe the vulnerability is going to set us free. So I encourage you, you can go to patricebucknerjackson.com slash book. And you can grab a sample copy now, a sample chapter. I have read it to you. So it's audio. You can listen to it as you work out or as you drive. This book is coming out in the fall. Pre-orders will start in September, but I don't want you to wait. I don't want you to wait until September to get your breath back. So go to PatriceBucknerjackson.com slash book and you can grab your free sample of my upcoming book right now and my podcast, DisruptingBurnout.com. Um, and you can catch any one of those episodes that you need for your soul. Um, so I would encourage you to take care of them as well.
0: Oh, gosh. Listen, August 21st, 2023, you want to make sure you are on our uh, newsletter, TheRefrainBrain.com, because you will have access to all of these links. You will have access for this podcast episode, my friend. It has blessed me. So thank you so much for being on today, Dr. Patrice Buckner-Jackson. And congratulations on your book. I am excited to get my hands around this. And honey, get my sample copy, the sample chapter, honey. Get ready to go patricebutnerjackson.com slash book so you can get your sample um, uh, chapter reading, either Audible, reading, uh, reading audio, or read it for yourself. Um, thank you so much for, um, again, your courage, for your transparency and authenticity. And please feel welcome to come back um, to the Reframe Brain podcast. If there's more you'd like to share.
1: It's my honor, thank you for having me.
0: Absolutely, and I wanna to say to the Reframe Brain community and to the Heart Work community, Thank you so much for being uh, in community, all of us together. And remember, we do this work. We do this journey, as Dr. Jackson just said, about breath, one beautiful breath at a time. Thank you so much, everyone. Have a excellent Monday and rest of the week. We'll see you soon. Bye. Thank you again for connecting with today's The Reframe Brain podcast episode. This is Erica Savage, the founder and host, extending a personal invitation for you to join our community where you can receive my five best brain health tips and a playlist curated with you in mind. Please go to thereframedbrain.com. Thank you again and be well.